Okay, guys. So welcome to the Staying Conscious podcast. I finally made up a name for it, and I realized that it's going to be named Staying Conscious. And basically, what that means is that when you try to improve your life, it's very important that you are aware of both your yourself and other people, and the way that people act around you, the way that you act around people, and how you use your mind for the most effective life that you can possibly have. So that's why you have to stay conscious. And today, this is my second podcast. I have a special guest with me here today, who I found on Instagram named Captivate Thoughts. So, would you want to introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. This is my my actual name is Chirag Saxena. I live in India, and uh, what happened is I really got into uh, philosophy. I I used to read some quotes on social media about Socrates. but i never really uh, read any material then i started reading about socrates life and my whole uh, my mind uh, it blew away when i heard when i read how he actually died just because he questioned the democracy of athens mm. so after that i really started uh, looking into it looking into philosophy and after a whole lot of research after ho- about 2 uh, years of reading i thought i should do something myself and then i started this page captivate dot thoughts nice so what is it about captivate thoughts that's unique unique <laughs> i i uh, i i it it differs according to different people according to their perspective yeah some uh, maybe you think it is different in this way maybe you th- maybe some other person will think that it is different in that way mm. according to me just uh, i don't just post quotes i post uh, theories and ideas and my original ideas too all right so great. maybe that's different i just don't post quotes yeah i know that you know there are many instagrammers who they post like the same quotes all the time and it's getting quite tiring i uh I also post quotes on Instagram but I try to make it unique because I usually post quotes from my own books but obviously those books are based on the teachings of philosophers and uh, psychologists so uh, not say, not everything is unique but when I took a look at your Instagram I really liked it because there were some concepts there that I found that I've never really heard before uh, so I guess that those are your unique ideas where would you say that you have um, drawn the most inspiration from was it socrates or was it any other philosopher or who was it i'll give you top philosophers hmm. i'll give you top 3 philosophers uh, number 1 would be socrates because uh, socrates introduced me to philosophy when i read i was really uh, my mind was like buzzed yeah when i heard about him and then number 2 would be obviously uh, frederick nietzsche according to me uh. because uh, when he writes about some things that are indescribable yeah i mean his words things that i can't describe in words and he totally describes that and he does it very well and number 3 would be soren kierkegaard he according to me is the most important existentialist okay i see so okay. yeah my top favorite what was it about socrates philosophy that you like what i really liked is that he was very focused on the like the the collective well-being of society what was it about uh, him that you found uh, like uh, inspiring what i found inspiring was that uh, that we really live in this kind of world even today i mean if you tell people something or if you ask people something they they get annoyed with you at at one point wouldn't you agree yeah yeah for sure so that really 
that really opened my mind that how being awake and being living a normal normal life is really different and how to uh, you know how to go go away go ahead how to be awake yeah how to be yeah. what socrates wanted in athens how to have a life like that right and he, right. the way that he was uh, the way that he was uh, i had a trial because he kept asking questions yeah that was really mind blowing to me that that was the one point that was really mind blowing right and he was he just to educate the young right and that that was okay <laughs> anyways yeah cool you you yeah that cool. is what yeah, I guess you you told me that you made some of your own uh, concepts and theories. What do you think is the best way to stay awake and conscious in life? To be awake, I think, uh, is to go different than the stream. Right. That is my uh, personal because society uh, society wants to follow one perspective. Mm. one way that doesn't really work because every human being is unique right. and if you want to do a collective way collective herd mentality mm. then that will not work so one different way would be to be uh, awake is to obviously read about people's struggle first step would be that according to me and then see question yourself introspect introspect your society what in which you are living in right these are all uh, part of the puzzle exactly how you really I totally agree right there like what you said about the not following the stream because we usually depend so much on society especially some people um and they want to get the answers from society want to get the answer from their uh, from their uh, educational institutes from their workplace from their families from friends they they never want to do the introspection uh, introspective work really And I guess that's what Socrates was all about about when you know nothing that's when you're the most open really because asking questions to yourself is the most important really way to gain wisdom in your life. Um what what do you think about that? About you say memorable things. Yeah, what do you think about the you know asking questions to yourself and doing the introspective work? Yeah, I introspect introspection is the most important because when you introspect uh you are learning more about yourself. Right. And you shouldn't be a stranger to your right. own self, right? Right. And the yeah, so introspective introspection is uh, necessary, but also that you have to improve others too. First you improve yourself, then you improve others. Yeah. Like in existentialism, uh Albert Albert Camus or many others many others philosophers said that first you free others first you free yourself and then you free others exactly that's right first you free yourself and then you free others uh would you mind exp- so first you become conscious yeah go go ahead yes so first you become conscious yourself and then you become, and then you make others conscious i mean don't feed them a narrative just uh, make them more aware of what is happening and they should always always keep asking questions yeah and in, what is happening in society how do you think that we can make other people more conscious it this is one, this one is a tricky question because you know cultural conditioning right mm. cultural conditioning is the biggest uh, thing that is stopping me or stopping other people to change something because when people are conditioned it's so different difficult to break that conditioning yeah. and so if you give yeah. them arguments lo- 
pretty logical arguments they won't accept it they will defend it with different uh, different arguments mm. so i think that cult conditioning can uh, break away when people suffer and i mean not in an out, 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 external way, way but when something some event happens that contradicts what have what they believe yeah. suppose yeah. Uh, cognitive dissonance like you like uh, this this one just an example suppose someone is a bit of a what like how, how can i call say this gently someone is a bit of a bigoted man yeah okay and some and then an event happens which makes them see the whole picture from the uh, female's perspective and then not then they're not a bigoted man anymore anymore right and then they understand what what is the point of equality and it's not just for feminism or anything else it's just for the whole everything exactly so if you are wrong exactly. in one sense and your cultural condition then an event sh- should happen or maybe it will happen that will break that conditioning for you a contradictory event that i think is very necessary yeah the the only problem there is like most people they they do not want to accept the other perspective it's too uh, it's it hurts the ego too much and they they are not self aware enough of their own um self defense mechanism so that they don't really they they act in fear when they experience something that contradicts them in a way uh so so it's extremely difficult to change cultural conditioning but it is possible but it is possible. but but in a way i would want to uh, argue almost that almost everything is a sort of conditioning we we can never really escape conditioning unless we reach i don't know like a spiritual awakening or something because all the new all the new ideas that we inherit or that we read from other philosophers or whatever when we try to go against the stream of society those are also new ideas coming into us that we choose to accept the only difference is that we accept it consciously we make the choice of accepting it because when we grow up in a society you know as children we don't have the choice of uh, if we want to accept something or not we just accept it blindly so i think that's the main difference uh and that's what really causes the the, the difference with go, going uh, against the stream yeah. yeah because when you're aware of the rewards and the punishments of the positive effects or the negative effects yeah. then that is fine because you're an, you're an adult and you made the decision right wouldn't you agree exactly yeah but if you are a if you're a kid and society is just implementing experimenting different things on you then that is not right you should be after someone is an adult a grown adult then they're responsible for their own life yeah. so yeah. yeah so people who are awake or people who are not awake at one point are also responsible that they're not awake or that they are awake that's true that's very true and that's why it's important to uh to do the introspection and to have people perhaps like you and your instagram that are making people wake up in a, in a small scale and i bet it's i bet it's going to be growing a lot your instagram because i've seen the material is pretty good um i i want to ask you cuz you 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 sent me a picture of your own little concept there there was like a wheel that reminded me of the buddhist wheel Uh, would you mind I can yeah. uh, post a picture of it as well but would you mind explaining about it and what it means Sure so there's a cartwheel okay yeah. everyone is uh, everyone knows what a cartwheel is yeah. right so there's a cartwheel yeah. there's a what do you call that a hub mm. 
the main center of the cartwheel and then there are the spokes the wooden spokes yeah. that go in different directions and then there's the outer edge and the rim which connects with the spokes and then that makes the cartwheel yeah so my theory is yeah. that uh, i mean this theory has been inspired from taoism stoicism and in a sense buddhism too mm. so my theory is that uh, the hub is is means that it is our birth we have been born into this world and we don't have control on like on like which type of family we have are we born healthy are we born rich are we born poor are we born so many matlab uh, i mean that we don't have control of our births where we are conceived right. which country right we don't have any control over that so then that then there are after after a point you get start to get you start to act out there are many stages of develop, development you start to act out you make like you make conscious actions so the spokes will be our actions what we do in our life mm. whether we do good whether we be whether we are being ignorant whether we are being nihilistic whether we are being whether we are following religion what we do what this really counts the whole this really makes the whole wheel yeah okay the zero spokes are the are our actions and these are the this is the most important part of a person's life according to stoicism and i'm actually a big follower of stoicism yeah so this uh, the spokes are very important in a person's life and between the spokes there's a gap there's a void an empty space because of which the wheel is formed mm. so the uh, this void is like i i had a day to day i there were many things that were already planned and there were many things which i hadn't planned and i didn't know what to do with my time then so how i uh, how i uh, use my unplanned time or the empty space in my yeah. life that re- also defines me and there will always be emptiness in our yeah. life and that is yeah. according to me an intricate part of our life and the wheel. right and then there are there is the outer edge of the wheel yeah the yeah. outer edge of the wheel is the outside events of the whole world like the coronavirus is happening right now uh, we didn't we didn't we don't have any control over it but we are still connected yes you know right the, exactly wow that's like that's an awesome concept <laughs> what Thanks. you wow yeah cuz i hear a lot of inspiration there from like you said taoism and stoicism um yeah yeah actually i was reading the dao de jing when i when i made this concept uh, and there was just really one line about it was that space is very essential first they defined dao and then they said that space is very essential and they gave the example of a wheel mm. that we need space to build the wheel and i i was also dealing with quotes and i was writing that this people are always uh, afraid of this existential angst yeah. but they what they don't realize is that it this is a part an intricate part of our lives so after dealing with the different concepts i came up with something which was really my own uh, conception yeah. right and like you said there with the em- emptiness it is i think one of the mo- if not the most important part of our lives because it's always there the emptiness is always present it's just a question of uh, are we brave enough to actually face the emptiness yes what we what is important is that we accept it and we don't uh, indulge in harmful actions to uh, get rid of it by like people smoke yeah. knowing that it causes cancer people uh, 
I, many harmful actions that we do just to fill up the void. Like we have free time, let's go have a snack. Mm. That that is not that is cognitive dissonance, right? So I think if we keep running away from this uh, from this void, it causes cognitive dissonance. Right. That that is just my right. theory. Exactly, idea. and the void in the end, it's inevitable. We come from the void. We come from nothing, and we're gonna end up as nothing. And uh, if if we can learn to accept that during the time of our life, then we can really start to be fulfilled and have that well-being within ourselves. Like for example, this coronavirus thing that's going on. One thing that I've learned is that how many things. Well, I actually I work from home already, so. I, I have plenty of free time, but the, the free time during our day is just as important as the other planned time, because it's during the free time that we have open up the space to be creative and to do the, the real work that we have to do within ourselves. And most people, like you said, they just fill it with a bunch of bullshit. They just feel like they have to do things all the time. And especially in the Western world where it's a lot is just based on the doing right the, the do 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 instead of the being and i think that the being is more important uh in, in the case because we can never escape being yeah what i uh you, you made an excellent point and what you're saying is that within this void is something that we may become yeah we may become a good person within this void there's always a chance mm-hmm. And there's always a chance if we become something bad or evil, and it's really up to us whether we accept it or not. Yeah. The, the how important our actions is are sorry, how we fill this void really matters. Yeah, it's like kind of like karma in a way, right? Karma. I haven't. I mean, karma. The I, the, the definition of karma is action, basically. <laughs> being a good, being a good person, it's a person uh, will cause good consequences, and the opposite will call the cause the negative consequences. I don't know how no, m- not much you know about karma, but I know about karma. But uh, yeah, but it's just everything is come obviously this uh, wheel that i've uh, made is obviously to make people re- to uh, re- make people realize the importance of their actions uh, so that they don't uh, waste away their life and trying to run away from a void i've seen so many people do, do that and that is why cigarettes sell sell the most right. <laughs> because people right. don't people have to fill their time with something exactly and yeah exactly. really that, that is why i've, I've made this uh, the idea came from it nice how do you choose to uh like how do you say handle the void or whatever what do you do during your free time i just don't think much about it i will tell you one one thing it seems vague right now yeah but what ego is when we when we have a clear definition in our mind of who we are and uh, according to alan watts and according to buddhism we have to let go of our self image at a point and just be yeah Exactly. Right, and I mean, obviously exactly. there will be uh, wrong things to do. So what I do with my free free time is just I meditate. I listen to Alan Watts lectures, and I read books, and I'm also writing right now. So I I have a lot of work on my hand right now. So nice. Yeah, I also indulge nice. in other activities like <laughs> I I play a lot of games too sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, that. We seem quite similar on that point, the meditation and the listening to the Alan Watts lectures and as well. Did you say writing? Are you writing a book or what are you writing? Yeah. Nice. Uh, it's not really 
uh, a time to announce it but yeah i'm 11 pages in <laughs> okay can you do you want to give it like a hint of what it's about i'm writing about this wheel of life only okay i was writing okay. about it in my book and then i when then i thought my why not post about it all right yeah we'll have to wait about for that all right guys anyone who's listening if you're interested in uh, checking out his uh, future book and his philosophies check out his instagram page captivate.thoughts it's a really good instagram page um all right man uh, so i think that this has been a very intense short but extremely intense session and i think that you and i should do definitely do a podcast again uh that so we can have a little bit more time and go deeper into these philosophical topics but i think that this was an awesome introduction for who you are and i can hear the way that you speak that you really you know what you talk about especially with the philosophy and uh, you're actually living it living it because you're you're coming up with your own ideas and you're actually using your mind and that's a very rare thing i have to say <laughs> thanks a lot yeah but uh let's i i won't i wouldn't want to be vain <laughs> right right i understand um anyways okay guys if you enjoy this podcast make sure that you uh, follow me on instagram conscious motivations as well as subscribe to my youtube channel conscious motivations and whatever platform i upload this podcast on make sure that you follow it Remember to stay conscious and I'll see you soon with more. Thank you.